You can find out more on my Instagram at Quiet Fire Radio. 2 Triple R 88.5. My name's Jeremy. This is Quiet Fire. I have on the show now a guest who is uh, a part of incredible local band The Astrals. Claire, welcome. I'm sorry, your microphone was not turned on. Please greet me again. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> how are you today? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm pretty good. How, how about you? How are you? I'm very, very well. So tell me, uh, tonight you are playing at the Botany View Hotel. Of course, yeah. this is uh, a little bit pre-recorded, so it will be last week by the <laughs> yes. time anyone hears this. But um, So tell me a little bit about the live show at the moment. You changed uh, the, the format a little bit. Yeah, so just uh, have sometimes different people playing with me each time, but um, usually the same drummer, Patrick, lovely uh, fellow. Patrick, hi, Patrick, shout out to you. So last year you recorded and released three songs, I believe. Is that is that correct? Um, sort of. We've I sort of released one song last year, but had recorded a few others before then, and, but kind of released them a bit late, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can hear an, a real wealth of sort of influences and things like that in your music. Can you, who, who is it that uh, really grabbed you originally to play music? Um, I really liked Hole as a teenager. Courtney Love screams really great. <laughs> she's incredible. She's, she's, um, she's amazing. I guess that, um, yeah, there was that kind of, I don't grab any of, or maybe I'm, well, look, I don't know. I was, I've been listening to 23 a lot and trying to get the sense of what that's about. Is that, is 23 is an age, I assume. Is that what it's referring to? It is an age. Have, have you seen the movie Reality Bites with Winona Ryder and Ethan Hawke? I'm, I'm familiar with it, yes. Yeah. There's like this scene in that movie where she's like, I just thought I was supposed to, I was going to be somebody by 23. And then Ethan Hawke is like, the only person you have to be by 23 is yourself. And I had like a 23-year-old crisis at the time. So it was like sort of, and then I sort of wrote the song as like a way to, chill out about being 23 i guess yeah right yeah. and not being courtney love basically yeah. yeah right that makes so much sense to me now because i guess in listening to you and researching uh the astrals of course i thought a lot about shoegaze and the yeah. the, the sort of obvious inspirations behind the band but thematically having that sort of uh 23 year old anguish that I, I sort of recognized in the song didn't really fit within the genre i guess yeah i guess so it doesn't it's usually a lot more dreamy topics or just random words that are usually in shoegaze music. But I like the Jesus and Mary chain a lot and they're a lot, they're kind of a bit more, I know, write about stuff that is actually going on or went on in yeah, their lives. Yeah, absolutely. So when did when did you pick that up originally? Who were, What were the kind of big, uh, when did you start on the shoegaze thing and move away from punk rock? Um, probably when I was like 18 or so and got into Jesus and Mary chain and slow dive and um, bands like that, but I always really liked the Cranberries as well, and they had a lot of dream pop influences in there, um, so I really liked them, so that kind of stuck in my head a bit. Absolutely, and the other thing, the other artist I guess I was thinking about was, I, I assume you're probably almost a little bit tired of hearing um, comparisons to Mazzy Star. Oh, I'll never get tired of Oh, you never get tired? <laughs> ah, this is the first one, actually. I'll oh, that's the first it. one. Yeah. <laughs> Do love Mazzy Star. Hope Sendoval beautiful voice she's she's yeah 
Yeah, I saw amazing. them at the opera house the other year. They oh, did great. you? Yeah, yeah right. I've, I've never forgotten watching her on, I think it was like Letterman or something like that. And it's almost as if there was like a piece of timber propping her up. She was so, <laughs> so inebriated that it was just, it was, it, but her voice was still amazing. It didn't yeah. really matter. It didn't really matter. Yeah, she's a, yeah, very, very quiet little person, but um, lovely, lovely voice. So have you been playing, so you're playing guitar? Yes. And is that something you've been playing guitar for a long time? Look, I've been playing it for a long time, but I'm still not very good at it because I um, sort of want to walk before, run before I can walk and um, basically just tried to write stuff before I learned other people's stuff, which I should have learned other people's stuff and learned to play to a click track, but I didn't, so <laughs> it was kind of suck. But I'm, I'm trying still. That's okay. I mean, I think especially when I was listening, uh, I remember listening to Hole so much when I was young. Oh, I mean, uh, really? but the... Courtney was not great on guitar. I mean, I'm no. trying to remember what was the other guitarist's name. Why I should Eric Erlinson was. There the we go. Of course, yeah. yeah. No, Courtney like couldn't sing well and she couldn't play guitar. So I was like, oh, I reckon I could be in a band. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be alright. Yeah, it was so. It's yeah, yeah. It's very very cool. I mean, if you're a conspiracy theorist out there, of course, <laughs> you probably don't believe that Courtney wrote any of the songs. <laughs> yeah, or maybe she wrote Nirvana songs. Who knows? Uh, you just don't know, you just do you? Don't know. You just don't know. So, um, tell me about your musical background. When did you start singing? Um, I probably didn't start singing until I was like seventeen or so, and like, because I kind of can't sing true. Or it's never been a thing that I could sing, and I never got lessons or anything. But I kind of decided that I wanted to do the band thing, and I wanted to be the guitarist within a band. But then sort of figured out I was a bit too lazy to become a guitarist, like a good one. So I was like, well, maybe I could like try the songwriting thing, and then the singing kind of just went with it. Singing's really embarrassing, but um, yeah, just got to get everything. So you never had any formal lessons; you were just following along. Yeah, I was just really trying, <laughs> but like seeing how it went. Yeah, basically. Absolutely. So I guess now that you're moving a little bit away from the the band format, or you're playing with a band, but mm. the songs are now being written solo. Are you are you changing your process a little bit? No, my process has always been the same. It was sort of before um, when back when it was a bit more of a band format. Um, I just sort of wanted the other band members to feel included. So I was like, include your songs um, by all means. Um, yeah, that's just because I, want, I wanted like a band dynamic and like to build friendships and stuff. But yeah, so now it's just kind of reverting back to what it was before then, where it's just, just me writing again. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And is that like, is that a very solitary process or? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a lot of fun, like writing song. Like while watching a movie or like while listening to another song you've been obsessed with that week or something, um, it's solitary but it's also like really joyful. I think. Yeah, is and that's where you get a lot of your inspiration from, sort of nineties nostalgia. <laughs> I, guess, like, <laughs> I think I've been, yeah, actually, yes, I guess it is, yeah. Yeah, no, that's very cool. So what, what, what's sort of the future of the of the band at the moment? Are you hoping to start recording? albums or EPs or are you just looking at continuing with singles or what do you think? Um, well, I've been wanting to work towards an album for a while, but I've got a song called Disappearing coming out on the 19th of March um, and we're having the single launch at the Marlboro Hotel and that's that's one I'm really G'd for because I think might be the best song I've written so far. So that'll be another notch on the 
belt or bedpost or something to getting towards the album. So just kind of dropping a few more singles until I have a album ready to go. Yeah, cool. So that's just to repeat again. Disappearing is the name of the song it on is. March 19th. That's yeah. only a couple of weeks away. Yeah. At the Marley up. Bar. That'll be awesome. Who, do you know who you're playing with? Yeah, um, Chinese Takeaway. And then a friend of mine, Maddie, who's in the band Good Pass, she's, she has a new solo, solo project called Maddie Malice and the Sore Losers. So they'll be right. playing with us too. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, good Pasha being on my shortlist to getting on the show. I, you can put in a good word. You can say you had do. a good experience. Yeah, here. I will do. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're going to cut to a song right now. This is 23 that we were just talking about. Um, this is The Astrals on 2RRR 88.5. 23 Forever There by The Astrals. I've got Claire in the studio there. We were just talking about, well, a variety of things in the break. But 23, of course is a reflection on age. The other artist I know who does that was Adele. I think she's up to, what, 21, 24. She's got an album coming out this year. She might be 46. I'm not <laughs> sure. Have you got any more reflections on age? Have you learned anything more about the, the songwriting process? Um, have I learned any more about the songwriting process? Uh, I'm not sure if I've learned any more about the songwriting process, but as far as age goes... Um, just don't tell anybody what age you are, and then no one will know. <laughs> so it's fine. I'm actually fifty. So that's right. I've learned yeah. nothing useful in in all of the time that I've been um, <laughs> around at all. I'm still making such foolish decisions. It is a really, really beautiful song, though, and oh, thank you thank so much. You. It's it's great. So the next song that you have coming up is disappearing. Yes. Is that is that also formed of some personal experience? Um. Sort of, but more more in a general general way, I guess. It's sort of a song about like attention and paying attention, and how when you pay attention, it can sort of force you more into the moment that you're occupying. It's like functions as like an umbilical cord to the universe in a way when you just sort of like notice things around you. So yeah, it's like an analgesic for disappearing from time after you've lived it. I guess that is. Sorry. Very, very deep and powerful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we were also talking in the break a lot about um, punk rock empowering you to um, live your dreams even when you're not really equipped yeah. to do so. And the artists that empower you to do that. I mean, Hole is a really obvious one. Yeah. Who else Who else was it that you, in your youth that you were kind of... I mean, they do, I guess they don't even have to be musicians, do they? Um, no, not really, I guess, but... Um Look, I guess, no, I'm going to out myself, I guess Nirvana was sort of one as well. Um, yeah, I just, it just, it's really interesting when the the will you have to make something is sort of larger than the, the, the tools you have available to do something with it. And it's just interesting to see what happens with it and just to give something a go. And it kind of makes the end result not very clean or technically like, aspirational anyway but satisfying to make regardless i guess yeah for me one of the big things and this is totally off topic but we're just spitballing i guess now is is bad cinema like for me <laughs> there's just no no more joyous moment than watching someone create awful 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 <laughs> cinema and and the room obviously being the, the the centerpiece of that but when someone for me there's there's ideas, men. There's people out yeah. there who have great ideas, lofty ideas, and then there's 
the person least capable doing it. Yeah. And, that, and that's <laughs> it's such a remarkable thing to me. Yeah. I just I think it's just really great when when people just give a shit about anything or just really care about something. Like passion is just a really great thing. Um, it's just a shame that the tools don't always match it, but also kind of not a shame either. Yeah, that's absolutely Good. right. Yeah. Look at Ed Wood. Well, he's, he's the best worst director ever. <laughs> he is the best worst director ever. That's absolutely right. Um, Claire, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Thank it's you. been it's been an absolute privilege. Once again, March twenty no, March nineteen March nineteen at the Marley Bar for your um, for disappearing. I'm definitely hoping to get along and have a drink there. That'll be great. And of course, um, best of luck. But thank you. Your gig last Friday went well, which <laughs> is really really great. Um, Claire's gonna.